Welcome to another episode of Community Connections. I'm your host, Mike Allen, and my guest today is an artist, a musician, and the most important title, as far as I'm concerned, she's my daughter. Please join me as we welcome to the show, Zoe Ellington Blackwell Allen. Hello. All right, that's my baby right there. So now, Zoe, you were actually my first guest on the Community Connection show about three years ago, back when you were 11 years old. How has your life changed since being on the show back then? Well, there was a lot of changes. Um, the pandemic, we moved. Uh, I got into Baltimore School for the Arts, which is amazing. Um, I'm in eighth grade now, so I'm gonna leave Waldorf soon. What else? I don't think I left out anything. No, not at all. There was a lot of things right there. We moved, the pandemic. How's the pandemic? How's it been going as a as a 14 year old, like living life as uh, during the pandemic? It was very, well, it is still going on, but it is very different. And every, there's, every day there's something new and there's new changes. So just ongoing changes, different things, and just not a lot of uncertainty in terms of what the next day is going to be. Yeah, we weren't expecting this. No one was, even though a pandemic comes up every 100 years. Mm-hmm. And you're currently an eighth grader at the Waldorf School of Baltimore. And you've been attending the Waldorf School of Baltimore since, uh, I want to say, since you were four years old. So that's about 10 years. Can you describe your experience at the Waldorf School and what were some highlights that stand out to you? Waldorf is a very nice school. The highlights that stand out to me is I learned so many skills there. I learned art. I learned how to knit when I was in first grade, when I was six years old. We haven't been doing a lot of knitting now, so I recently started knitting a hat. I learned how, uh, this year I learned how to make that sew on a sewing machine. And I learned lots of new skills at that school and it introduced me to music. So I learned how to play the bass there in orchestra. Mm-hmm. That's great. And that's great. Yeah. And that's that's pretty much the cornerstone of our conversation today. So I'm glad that you teed me up. Um, four weeks ago, a little over four weeks ago, you received a letter of acceptance to the Baltimore School for the Arts within the music program. Can you take a moment to describe how you felt when you opened up that letter and discovered that you were accepted? Well, first, when we opened the letter, well, when I saw the letter, I was so scared. I wasn't going to open it. <laughs> My parents <clears throat> forced me to open it because they were very excited. When I first read it, I was, ah, oh, I was so nervous. But once I read it that I got in, I was so excited and so happy. And my mom played a song. What song did she play? Wasn't it the Rocky song? Uh, close. It was the fame song. Remember my name, fame. And, that, and we, uh, I was very happy. Yeah, we were all excited and happy. I had tears of joy in my eyes. I, you know, I 
um, definitely cried and it was all tears of joy. And as a father, just witnessing not only you getting that letter of acceptance, but all of the preparation towards that audition. Um, you know, Zoe, this is like the first thing out of many things in your life, but I, this was the first thing that I saw you prepare for and work so hard for. Um, you practice two days a week, seven days a week. Uh, you went to all of your twigs um performances and for my listening audience if you don't know what twigs is is to work in gaining skills program at baltimore school for the arts you actually have to audition to participate within the program is super competitive uh it's available it's a free program with uh within uh, baltimore school for the arts in the baltimore school system and zoe at um the age of i want to say eight years old she um, auditioned for that eight or nine years old, if I'm not mistaken. Nine or 10 or 11, I don't know. Well, it was four years ago, so I want to say it was like... Yeah. Yeah, yeah. so it, you do the math, audience. But nevertheless, she... And that's a whole nother story within itself. Um, and I'll, I'll circle back and get to that. But um, as a father, I saw my daughter find something that she wanted to do and dedicate so much of her free time to work towards just auditioning and practicing for the actual audition. And um, I was just so impressed with um, just to see her love and motivation. Um, but Zoe, what made you work so hard to prepare for that audition? What gave you that, that, that strength, that tenacity to, to spend that time because a lot of folks your age spend time on video games on the phone looking at television talking to boys like what was your motivation to make you work so hard well i know i knew what i wanted to do and i wanted when i always do something i try to push myself very hard and i love art and that's art is like my whole life and when I'm always trying to do something hard, I just try my best. So I just, even sometimes when I was practicing, I was getting frustrated and crying, but I did not stop. I had to keep going. Okay, that's awesome. So what do you want to achieve when you start attending the Baltimore School for the Arts in the fall? Well, I would like to learn new skills and techniques and i would love to meet people who love music as much as i do and love art as well and i'm, I'm excited to meet creative people and new teachers mm -hmm. and go space because i've been at walter for so long mm -hmm. yeah and baltimore school for the arts there have been so many celebrities that attended baltimore school for the arts for my listening audience Baltimore School of the Arts is actually um, one of the top five performing art schools in the nation. And so many notable individuals have attended. You had Tupac Shakur, Jada Pinkett Smith, uh, Project One Runway's Christian Seriano, Imani Robinson, who um, was also on a previous episode of Community Connections, just to name a few. Zoe, how does it feel to be headed to a school where so many stars were created? Well, I I feel like I deserve this because I put so much work into it and I'm 
very excited. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. And um, as you should be, as you should be excited. And I can give this story um, as well that I know in the Waldorf School of Baltimore, back when Zoe was around eight or nine years old, um, within the Waldorf School of Baltimore's curriculum, students, when they get to the fourth grade, they have to take on a string instrument. And at that time, Zoe had played the violin for two years. So it was to me, it was an easy fix, right? I, I knew that when she started the fourth grade that her string instrument was going to be a violin. And she pushed back on me. And this was the first time that as a parent, my daughter pushed back and she was like, dad, I do not want to play the violin. And she said she wanted to play the bass. And I was like, why? And I was trying to convince her to play the violin because she played for two years. We already had a violin at the home and she actually teared up and she says, you know, daddy, I want to play the bass because it's, it's a big instrument. I love the sound of the instrument. And I don't know for many of you guys, I know that I often um, reference the pursuit of happiness, but this was my pursuit of happiness moment because if you can remember in that moment when um, Will Smith or um, Chris Gardner's son in the movie, he wanted to aspire to play, a, be a basketball player. Um, you know, his dad told him, the character told him, you, you know, you may want to look at other options and the kid really just was like, okay, I'm gonna listen to my father. And then the dad ended up apologizing. I actually had that moment with Zoe and I apologized to her at that moment. I don't, I'm not sure if you remember this Zoe, but I told you that, you know, because I told you, you couldn't play the, the bass at that time. That was something that I was projecting on myself and I couldn't play the bass but that didn't mean that you couldn't play the bass. So I apologized and I said that you could do whatever you want, wanted to do and you can play whatever you could play. Do you remember that moment? I do remember that. Yeah. And can you share, like, what was your inspiration for playing the bass? Or selecting well, well, I wanted to play the bass because I was a little girl and I wanted to achieve just grab this big instrument and I first my mom introduced me to Esperanza Spalding who's a bass player and I saw her and I was like she looks like me I'm gonna play this instrument mm -hmm. and when you saw her what did you see like well I saw a beautiful black woman doing something positive and I wanted to do that as well okay okay Wow, so you've been playing the bass now for a little over five years. Can you describe what playing the bass does for you? Hmm, what does it do? Well, when I, I love music, I've always loved music. And when I play the bass, it makes me feel happy. I, right now at Twigs, I'm in an orchestra and I love hearing all the instruments together. And yeah. Okay. Um, this show has listeners all over the world. Some of them are youth, your age, or even younger. Can you share with them your practice routine? Usually when I practice, I start 
I start out with my scales and I play everyone I every scale and every arpeggio and in a and an arpeggio is skipping every note in a scale so I usually do that to warm up and then I usually play my work on my orchestra songs or songs in my private class and then towards the end when I finish practicing I usually play my own music because I'm trying to write songs because I used to write a lot of songs when I was younger and I had more free time okay awesome so so what do you see yourself doing with music and the bass once you are an adult like what do you think as you think about yourself as an adult as it relates to the bass what can you see yourself doing I think when I'm an adult I would love to work in orchestra or a quintet right now um, some people in my class we made a string quintet and we meet over the weekend so we never only we only had one session with when everyone came but it's usually two to three people so yeah but I would love to work in an orchestra because when I a couple months ago I went to see Hamilton and I got to, there's this little box under the stage with the orchestra and I definitely want to do that. Okay. Do you see any solo work for yourself or you want to be within the orchestra strictly? I think I could try to do solo work mm -hmm. or be in a jazz band because I, I mostly play classical music and I would like to reach out to a different genres of music. Okay, now the next question, Zoe, is um, totally self-serving for me. Um, what role do your parents play in your musical journey? <laughs> well, <laughs> my dad brings that bass. He drags, helped me drag that bass everywhere. And they motivate me, because sometimes if I'm feeling down and feel like I can't do this I really can't do this they're like Zoe you have to do this and they motivate me and they convince me to keep trying when I fall down okay that's awesome sounds like you have some awesome parents there All right. what is your favorite song to play on your bass and why hmm what is my favorite song that's hard um hmm what's my favorite song there's this one orchestra song that sounds good even if you play it alone it's called festive dance mm -hmm. and a, um a waltz song so you used to obviously dance with someone to this song but when I play it, it just makes me feel happy and light on my feet. And um, another song I like to play is a song that I recently made. I haven't decided what name to make it, but I love playing it because it's happy and it's very repetitive. Mm -hmm. And it's... Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, what would you tell a young person listening to this show who wants to play an instrument, it doesn't necessarily have to be a bass, it could be any instrument, but doesn't know where they wanna start. What would you tell that young person, like what they, what you think they need to know and where to start? 
At first, I would say listen to different genres of music and find someone that inspires you and someone that you think would resemble you. And what else? I would say do that and find an instrument that you like. And I would say when once you find something you like, do it. Don't make any excuses or doubt yourself. Just try doing it and jump off the cliff. Okay. Awesome. All right. A couple more questions for you. I got three more before I let you off the hook. I know you're busy with schoolwork and, and playing the bass and uh, making your dad gifts, but we just saw the annual fundraising event at Baltimore School for the Arts, the Expressions event. Um, did you enjoy it? And if so, why did you enjoy it? I loved Expressions. So we haven't seen it in two, no, three years. I think it was two. Yeah, two years since the pandemic. But I loved Expressions. It was so nice to seeing so many Black kids doing all this amazing stuff because it was something nice and positive that made me feel happy watching it. And seeing, knowing that kids are capable of doing that is crazy because you see so many kids doing nothing or just sitting around on their phone. And being there is, it's surprising to see that kids could be capable of doing something amazing and positive and creative. Mm -hmm. And how, Zoe, how does it feel to know that next year you won't be in the audience, but you're actually going to be on that same stage performing? Um, I'm, I'm very excited. I'm excited to learn new things and I sometimes have a little stage fright. So I, I know I'm going to get used to being on the stage and getting used to seeing that and getting out of my little fear of what if this happened, what if that happened? Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, Zoe, I wanted to tell you and I wanted my listening audience to listen to this, but I named you Zoe because Zoe, it means life. In Greek, it means life. And you provide me with so much life and so much energy. And you are such a blessing to not only me and your mom, but to so many others that get to meet you, that get to listen to your music, that get to see your art. Um, definitely um, Lenny Kravitz, the Mama Said album, uh, Flowers for Zoe was the initial um, inspiration for me, but just doing the research and just being able to find out the definition of your name, it, it just resonates so well because every time you perform, every time I see you, every time I talk to you, every time you smile, you always breathe life into me and so many others. And Zoe, if there was one word as your father that I, that I could use to describe you, it would be perseverance. You were born um, fifth, almost 15 years ago. You were four pounds, 3.8 ounces. You were a little baby and you could fit in my one hand and but you, you fought to stay alive and um, you were just incredible, an incredible blessing to me. And I just wanted to share with the world how much I love you and how proud of you that I am. Zoe, just, in, just before we end this show, is there anything that you wanna to say to me and or 
the listening audience across the world that listens to the Community Connection Show? I would say make goals in your life and achieve them. Make checklists, find something you love to do and stick with it and don't let anyone tell you you can't do it or don't let yourself tell you you can't do it. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, Zoe, thank you so much for participating. You are an absolute blessing to me. You are an absolute blessing to your family. Um, you make us proud each and every day. So thank you for participating in the show. Ladies and gentlemen, if you want more, do more, and always remember all things are possible. Until next time, stay connected. Thank you. Thank you.